This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Missanelli Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. You know, of course, we are uh, brought to, to you by Bet Rivers, and uh, I, I have a little uh, incentive for the people out there. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, you can get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. New game here uh, for the Bet Rivers app. You win up to $10,000 in bonus money. You bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. So check that out. Extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. You can win up to 10000 bucks in bonus money. So check that out. Out. Okay, it is time now for Mike Unleashed. A lot of things to go over, Mike Unleashed. I'm going to be all over the place today. We'll start with football. Um, and here's my question with the Arizona Cardinals. You talk about a franchise in Drek. They're, they're, the, they're the Los Angeles Angels of the NFL right now. Um, are they actually trying to pull a tank job this season so they can get Caleb Williams next year? Caleb Williams, of course, is the prize of next year's draft class, the quarterback from USC to transfer from Oklahoma, who did not go into the draft last year, came back. Um, Arizona would love to get him. Uh, they don't have a quarterback right now. Their starter, because, uh, they, because of, of Kyler Murray b- b- missing the first four games, their, their starter was Colt McCoy. Now, you know, a long-time veteran stinks, but a long-time veteran who could get you through a game. They cut him. They cut Colt McCoy. So, And they traded for a guy worse than Colt McCoy and Josh Dobbs, who now becomes the starter. And then they have rookie Clayton Toon that they drafted from Houston is the second-string guy on the roster right now. Now, they are absolutely counting on losing the first four games to get a head start on having the worst record in the league before Kyler Murray comes back. And I don't know, like... Does Kyler Murray, do they play him right away? Like, what would they do with Kyler Murray if they're tanking this season? Uh, it's going to be very interesting, but this is a, a definite tank job. Uh, not that Colt McCoy is uh, Aaron Rodgers by any step of the imagination, but he's just at least a, a confident player who has started some games in this league, and, and they're going to go with Josh Dobbs? Okay, all right. More football. Doug Peterson, our old pal. His son, the tight end. And uh, he was trying to hook on to Jacksonville Jaguars. Doug Peterson cut him in the final cuts. Uh, now, <laughs> listen, this is a no-win situation for Doug Peterson because if you keep him and you cut somebody who probably is better than his son, then you got the guys carping in the locker room. Uh, look at that, nepotism, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then if, if you cut him, it's like, uh, boy, you're a heartless bastard cutting your own son from his NFL dreams to play on an NFL football team. So, Darren, your spin on Dougie P cutting his kid. Oh, man, that's a tough spot to be in. I think what you'll see is likely he cut him and they'll put him on the practice squad and he can hang out uh, with his pop. And in two years, he'll be a uh, assistant coach. Okay, all right. That's a good solution. Uh, maybe that's what he's thinking. Uh, all right, number three on Mike Unleashed. 
who was going to be picked for the Ryder Cup team that will be playing in Rome, as we heard Seth Joyner mention, uh, would it be Brooks Kepka, the renegade who went to live golf? Now, Kepka made it really difficult on everybody by winning the PGA. So can you not take a guy who won a major and Zach Johnson caved? He brings Kepka into the fold, but he also brings Justin Thomas and he brings in Jordan Spieth. Neither man was probably worthy of the of this selection this year. Uh, but I, I guess he did the right thing by taking if you're interested in winning the Ryder Cup, you gotta have your best golfers there. Kepka is a proven winner. Frankly, frankly, Justin Thomas is a proven Ryder Cup winner, so I, I don't know if I could quibble about that. All he's kind of lost, he lost his ability to to contend. He's missed a cut, Justin Thomas, in three of his last four tournaments. Mike he missed. A cut. I understand that, and but I guess they're showing some some respect. I probably would have done the same thing as Zach Johnson. I don't have that much problem with him taking Justin Thomas. I may have a more of a problem taking. Well, now Speed performs too. So like you pair those two guys up, maybe they bring out the best in each other. Uh, and Kepka makes the Ryder Cup team. Uh, and now that Victor Hovland's the hottest man on the planet, they got some competition maybe uh, for the European team in Italy. All right, let's move on to, to back to, to baseball. Uh, Ronald Acuna is minding his own business playing right field, Coors Field, and three idiots come out of the stands. And one gets him first and wants an autograph or a picture with him. The other guy then plows into him, knocks him down. And, and like, uh, what, did, what did they have? What do you do, the security guys in the Rockies? What do you time them with a sundial? It took a, it took like 15 minutes for those guys to get to the situation in right field. And here's the other question. Where were Kuda's teammates? You mean to tell me that, that Albies at second base couldn't have shot out there? That the center fielder shouldn't have shot out there over there? Where were those guys? What was your response to this, Darren? I, I, I thought these security guards looked like the three stooges. They were knocking into each other. They couldn't get these two guys down. There were three, <laughs> two or three security guards on each guy. And the, the guy, each of the guys that rushed out to Acuna were half their size. And they were knocking to each other. They couldn't pull these guys out. Took three guys to pick the one skinny dude up. First of all, if I was Acuna, I'd be pissed. Because how did they take so, much so long to get out there to help him? And God forbid, God forbid they had a weapon and had worse intentions. The center fielder didn't get out there. I mean, come on. What, what, they don't like him in the locker room? I, I don't know what that was all about. But anyway, here I have the solution for this whole thing because now Major League Baseball is going to face that problem. Horses. You remember back in the day in 1980 in Philadelphia, Veterans Stadium brought out the horses to prevent the people from getting on the field after the Phillies won the World Series. They did it in 2001, Mike, at the vet, the last game at the vet when they lost to Tampa. Yeah, there you go. Time to bring out the horses. Put them to work. All right. Uh, okay. Um, gymnastics. And rarely is Mike Missinelli podcast going to gymnastics, but I got I to gotta tip my cap to Simone Biles. It comes back to gymnastics at age 26, wins her eighth all-around national title. She's the oldest gymnast to ever do that. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, she stepped away, had a baby the whole bit. Like, how do you get back into training to that level to win an all-around national title? That's phenomenal. So, Simone Biles, you got my respect and admiration. All right, another thing that happened this week, a couple days ago, Pat Corrales died. Now, not many Philly fans may remember Pat Corrales, but he was the journeyman catcher in the league for a long time and uh, became a coach and then became the manager of the Philadelphia Phillies in 1983, the Wiggies Kids team. When they brought all those guys in, Tony Perez, Joe Morgan, they had Rose on the team the whole bit. 
And uh, for some reason, front office thought that he should be way ahead in first place. They were only a couple games in first place at midseason when they fired Pat Corrales. He, like, I think, was the only manager ever to be fired uh, to, with, with, with his team in first place. And they did that in 1983. Paul Owens was the general manager. He came down from the front office and managed the team the rest of the way. And, of course, they had a hot September, and they wound up going to the World Series where they lost to the Orioles. But Pat Corrales has a special place in my mind because I always tell little Mikey Miss stories. Little Mikey Miss was taken to a ball game by my dad, and I forget how old I was. But I went to the game because my hero was Willie Mays. Well, my dad took me to the game where Willie Mays was in town. Pat Corrales was the starting catcher for the Phillies that night. So uh, he is on uh, second base, Willie Mays. There's a line drive hit to right field. Now, I'm watching this, and I can picture this like it was yesterday. In fact, some well, I talked about this on the radio once, and the guy sent me the newspaper clipping of what happened in this game. Johnny Callison is a right fielder who had a shotgun arm. He picks up the single. Here comes Willie Mays with that, that, that gate that he had. He's flying around third base. He's going to score this run. He comes in with a high slide and bang with a spike into the head of Pat Corrales, who had received the ball and turned to tag him. Bang in the head, drops the ball. Willie Mays safe. Pat Corrales knocked out cold at home plate. Oh, ouch. Could never get away with that now. Next day in the Philadelphia Bulletin is the photo of the home plate with a knocked out Pat Corrales and Willie Mays looking over him. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll never forget it. It was like my, little Mikey missed it. My eyeballs <laughs> popped out of my head. That's great. Anyway, that's my Pat Corrales story. All right, one uh, other thing. We got to, to get to two other things here. Let's let's get to this one first. Uh, Noah Lyles, uh, just a tremendous track athlete, United States track athlete. Uh, and Noah, Noah Lyles is a uh, uh, hurdler, a world record hurdler, in fact. And, uh, and he's, he's outspoken. And he poo-pooed. He's a world champion because he competes against everybody against the world, right? So he poo-pooed the phrase world champion for American sports. He doesn't understand why the NBA calls themselves the world champion or the World Series or whatever. And, and, uh, and I go, well, what, 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 why is that important? Like, like, here, here, well, and he's pointing out, well, we Americans always think we're the best in the world. Well, we are in those sports. So I asked Noah Lyle, if I was a reporter, I go, hey, Noah, let me ask you a question. Um, could any other league champion in basketball overseas, Italy, Turkey, Greece, China, wherever you want to go, could the champion of that league beat the NBA champion? The answer is no. And it's the same in baseball. Maybe Japan would have a chance to beat an American team in a World Series. But let's stick with basketball because that's what he focused on, the NBA. No champion of any league overseas could possibly beat the NBA champion. So why isn't the phrase world champions for, for basketball appropriate? Your thoughts, Darren? I couldn't agree more. There's no, there's no basketball league in, overseas in any country that could beat the NBA. I mean, put it this way. Anytime the Olympics were played with a NBA-played U.S. team, it was they just destroyed every other country. There's no other country that could. Yes. Now, now here, here's a semi-argument. NBA teams now include Euros. So winning teams include Euros. Take the Euros off, would they still be as good? 
Absolutely, sure. they yeah. still believe it's good. Now, it's hard to say that because Jokic was so important to, to Denver and beat so important to the Sixers. Uh, where's the Where's the Euro uh, on on uh, on Boston? Yeah. No, is there a Euro in Boston that makes that much of a difference? Is there a Euro in Miami Heat that makes that much of a difference? Is there a Euro in Golden State? Yeah. Oh. So there you go. There All you right. Go. Let's move on from that. And finally, let's get to my boy, Ben Simmons. I thought I was really done talking about Ben Simmons, but apparently not. Um, this story in The Athletic just startles me. He was interviewed. I really thought this was The Onion, Mike. I really thought The Onion came up with this. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, Mark Spears interview interviews him, and he says that he would be open to playing again for the Philadelphia 76ers. He said Philadelphia is his preferred destination, if ever traded, calling the city, quote, a second home to me. Um, he also said, uh, obviously, the injury and everything that was going on didn't help, but I think it gave me a chance to really appreciate it. I'll always have love for Philly. People always ask me, if you were to get traded again, where would you want to be? I always say, just Philly. Philly is the second home to me. And in time, you learn and grow as people. I really don't have anything bad to say about Philly. It wasn't a crazy situation at the end. It was a crazy situation at the end, but it is what it is. And his plan this season is to dominate people. First of all, that's not going to happen. Second of all, it's a masterstroke by Ben Simmons because from this story, for his, his act of contrition towards Philadelphia, there will be people that will soften up their stance against him. And they'll say, well, yeah, well, look at Ben. He loves us. Don't be fooled by it, okay? He's dead. He's gone. I don't want anything to do with him. All right. That ends Mike Unleashed for today. All right. Let's close it down here. And, again, uh, let me remind you of the new Bet Rivers um, situation with uh, where you can – it's called uh, squares, right? It's called – yeah, Bet Rivers Squares. And you can get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares, where you can win up to $10,000 in bonus money. All you got to do, bet $10 in the same game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. So check that out on your Bet Rivers app, and uh, hopefully you can win uh, $10,000. All right. So let's thank Seth Joyner for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Uh, again, you can. Uh, uh, Email me at mike at mikemiss.com and check out my website, mikemiss.com, where I have a, a Friday video blog every Friday on mikemiss.com. I'd love to hear uh, the emails from you because a good email could get you a, a Mike Missinelli podcast hat. And we're going to come at you with another podcast on Friday as we go into the weekend with some college football picks. Penn State and Temple are on the docket for this Saturday, among other uh, uh, football games, as we lead into next week's NFL season. Uh, and don't forget, if you're down the shore area, Natalie uh, Vineyards, I'm down the shore now. And uh, I was hanging out the, at the at the uh, winery yesterday. NatalieVineyards.com is where you get all the information. It's in Cape May Courthouse, New Jersey. Uh, and also, if you want to shout out for your fantasy football leagues, I will do it personally to you on Cameo.com. Just go to Cameo, C-A-M-E-O.com. Put my name in there, and you can get a personal shout out from me on uh, on anything, really. Uh, wedding congratulations, engagement congratulations, birthdays, fantasy football, anything you need. All right, Darren, uh, I think that's about it, right? Any, anything um, uh, we're missing today? Sixer talk tomorrow or Friday, whenever we re release it with uh, assistant coach Doug West. 
Yes, Doug West, uh, former Villanova standout, will join us uh, as we come uh, to you with our next podcast. Have a great uh, day, everybody, and uh, we'll talk in a couple days. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Mike Missinelli Podcast. Spread the word on the Mike Missinelli Podcast. It's very easy to access. Uh, if you don't know anything about podcasts, just Google me, Mike Missinelli Podcast, and you'll find a way uh, to get it. Subscribe to it for free. It'll come to your inbox every week. All right, have a great rest of the day. See you later, everybody, on the Mike Missinelli Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Mike Bessinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.